Welcome to Rhema for Today. Folks have missed it in that they think if something belongs to us spiritually, you know, it'll just automatically fall on us, just like ripe cherries off of a tree. But no, it won't. God gives us His Word so we can believe. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him, and it's by faith that we receive the things He's provided for us. So, He's redeemed us from the curse of the law. Well, I don't know about you, but if I'm redeemed from the curse of the law, I want to find out what the curse of the law is, and then I'll know what I'm redeemed from. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Redeemed from Poverty, Sickness, and Spiritual Death, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. All right, our text is Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, praise God, through Christ Jesus. Now, notice the 29th verse. Just skip down here and notice this 29th verse of the same opening. 29th verse, that same third chapter. And if ye be Christ, how many of you are his? If ye be Christ, now what about we who are Christ? If ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Now, heirs of what? The blessings. The blessing of Abraham. Hallelujah. All right, the text said Christ has redeemed us. If we read no further than that, we know he redeemed us, but we don't know what he redeemed us from. I'll repeat, as I said last night, ask the average Christian, and they'll tell you, well, he redeemed us from sin. That's partly true, but that's not all that the Bible teaches. We just got through reading he's redeemed us from the curse of the law. That's what he redeemed us from, was from the curse of the law. Well, what is the curse of the law? I want everybody to say it out loud. I am redeemed, I am redeemed from the curse of the law. But you know, if you don't know what the curse of the law is, even though you're redeemed from the curse of the law, you can't take advantage of what's yours and so you won't enjoy it. Even in the natural. If something's yours, but you don't know it's yours, it won't do you any good. Amen. I don't care what it is, even in the natural, if it's yours. And if you don't know that it's yours, it won't do you a bit of good. You won't be any better off than even if it wasn't yours. And then right again, if something is yours, even in the natural, if it is yours and you don't act like it's yours, take advantage of it and act upon it, it still won't do you any good. The same thing's true spiritually. Folks have missed it in that they think if something belongs to us spiritually, you know, it'll just automatically fall on us, just like ripe cherries off of a tree. But no, it won't. God gives us His Word so we can believe. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him, and it's by faith that we receive the things He's provided for us. So, He's redeemed us from the curse of the law. Well, I don't know about you, but if I'm redeemed from the curse of the law, I want to find out what the curse of the law is, and then I'll know what I'm redeemed from. 
And if I don't know what the curse of the law is, I don't know what I'm redeemed from. There's only one way to find out what the curse of the law is, and that's to go back to the law and see what it says the curse is. Now, the expression, the law, as is found in the New Testament, invariably refers to the first five books of the Bible called the Pentateuch. As you go back there, you find that the curse or the punishment for breaking God's law is threefold. We covered last night, first, it's spiritual death. Thank God we're redeemed. Ye who were dead in trespasses and sins, hath he quickened. Amen? Has he made alive. And so as we go back to these first five books of the Bible, we are to the law. We find that the curse are breaking, the punishment for breaking God's law is threefold. Number one, it is spiritual death, which eventually will lead to the second death, which is cast into the lake of fire and brimstone. But I'm not concerned about that because I'm no longer spiritually dead. I've been born again. Hallelujah. Then you'll find, secondly, that it is poverty. And then third, you'll find that the curse is, is sickness. Praise God. Now, while I'm talking, you can open your Bibles to the 28th chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. Now, here in the New Testament, though, in 1 Timothy, the 4th chapter and the 8th verse, Paul, in writing to Timothy, said, For bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto how many things? All things. You see, the reason that bodily exercise profiteth little is because it's only profitable in the natural realm, the physical realm. But godliness is profitable in the physical realm, the spiritual realm, the mental realm, the soul is realm, every area of our life. Godliness is profitable. Now notice that, 1 Timothy 4, 8, godliness, that means living for God is profitable. It's profitable. It's profitable. If anything's profitable, that means it pays a profit. That means it pays off. Amen. See, it doesn't cost. It pays. Hallelujah to serve God. Some folks go about what it costs me. Just soon here, donkey bread at midnight to ten barn. What all I had to give up to be saved. It doesn't cost. It pays. Living for God is profitable in a few things. Well, living for God is profitable in the sweet by and by. No, thank God it's profitable unto all things. Now notice the next statement. Having promise of the life that now is. Everybody say the life that now is. The life that now is is where you is. Right now. Where you're living now in this world. Now notice. And of that which is to come. The life that is to come, it's profitable in this world. It's profitable in this life. And thank God it's profitable in the next life. I mean, we've got it both coming and going. (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen? It's profitable. Having promise of the life that now is. Now, some people try to tell you we don't have any promise in this life. You know, it's all in the next one, in the sweet by and by. By and by, you know, 
But no, blessed be God, the Bible said, having promise of the life that now is. Some people would have you to believe, as I said, that we don't have any promise in this life of any blessing, material or otherwise. But this scripture emphatically states that we do. And it's right here in the New Testament. Praise God. Now, let's go back to Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. The 28th chapter of Deuteronomy. Remember, our text said, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. And so Deuteronomy is one of the books of the law. Notice that God said, beginning with the 15th verse, but it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all of his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all of these curses shall come on thee and overtake thee. Now, some folks would have you to believe, yeah, but now God said that to Israel. That's just for the Jews. Did you notice that the curse comes on the Gentiles just like it does the Jews? Besides that, Paul is writing to Gentile churches. This letter is to be read throughout all of the churches in Galatia. Hallelujah. And he's saying that Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. Because, you see, we've all sinned, whether we be Jew or Gentile. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the curse should fall on us. But thank God Jesus took our place. Hallelujah. And redeemed us. Now, let's, keep, let's go on reading here. Cursed shalt thou be in the city, and cursed shalt thou be in the field. Cursed shall be thy basket and thy store. Now you understand what I mean when he said your basket and your store? Your store is where you save up or store up, make provision for the future. But there's a curse. The basket is presently what you're eating out of, so to speak. That's a curse of poverty. Let's go on reading. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. Cursed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and cursed shalt thou be when thou goest out. In other words, there's a curse on you. When you come in, there's a curse on you when you go out. Cursed shalt you be in the city and in the field or wherever you are. Now then, let's just skip down to the 38th verse and continue to read uh, about this same particular curse. Thou shalt carry much seed out into the field and shalt gather but little in, for the locusts shall consume it. Thou shalt plant vineyards and dress them, but shalt ne neither drink of the wine nor gather the grapes, for the worms shall eat them. Thou shalt have olive trees throughout all thy coast, but thou shalt not anoint thyself with the oil, for thine olive shall cast his fruit. Now, one from this portion of Scripture this book of the law can readily see that poverty is a curse of the law which was to come upon God's people if they disobeyed him. It was a curse which was to come upon them because they failed to observe to do all of his commandments and his statutes. So since the word of God says that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God, the curse should fall on us. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Well, honey, we have an awesome offer this month. 
you know, we're kind of living in some dark times. Yes. Uh, and um, your dad uh, did actually, this is a DVD called Victory Over Darkness and All Power of the Enemy. And then my book, Name Above All Names, Jesus. Yes. And, and this is a great book. This is a series of teachings that I did a while back and they put it into a book form. It is, you, you want to get a hold of it. This is a great book. And those two are for a gift of $27 or more. And when you send that in, guess what we're going to give them free of charge. Free of charge. I'm going to give you my three CDs, Why God, Why Me, Why Now. Now, that's the title of the, of the CD album, but the title of the different CDs in here are uh, Come What May, God is Still God. Yes. And then the other CD is Don't Forget God. And the other one is Can God, God Can. And all of these deal with the subject, why God, why me, why now? That's why the title is that way. But we want you to have this yes. for a gift of $27 or more for the two, two items. We're going to throw this in for you. And one of the reasons I'm doing it is because this is Resurrection Month, Easter yes. Sunday. Yes. I call it Resurrection Month. And I want you to have those things. Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rama.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message on redeemed from poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.